Welcome to Preps Today with John Belay. It is August 24th, 2023. That means we are getting into the beginning of high school sports and activity season. It's a great time to listen to this podcast. Great time to talk to John about everything that's happening. One personal note, I'm uh, writing, by the time you hear this, it may be in the Star Tribune. I'm writing about Gerard Hughes Jr., the great track athlete from Irondale. That'll be in the Friday paper. John, of course, has chronicled his exploits uh, as he has risen to be maybe one of the best uh, young track athletes in Minnesota, maybe in Minnesota history, maybe in the country. Uh, he's only 17 years old. It's going to be really interesting to see where he goes from here. Uh, and obviously the son of a, another former great uh, prep athlete, Gerard Hughes Sr., who was a, a great basketball player at St. Paul Central back in the day. Very good. Let's Jim. get I'm to glad, it. Uh, let's to start yeah. today's show with On the Road Again. Yeah, Jim, I am uh... – Putting in the miles. Here we go. Uh, I'm glad to hear you're writing about Gerard Hughes. That's a, that's indeed a, a great story. I, I'm, I'm, I know you're going to do a great job with that. Um, I am on the road. Uh, I'm going to hit three events in the in in three days. Here we're talking on Thursday around the middle of the day. Uh, later tonight, I will drive down south uh, to the Iowa border for a football game at Alden Conger Glenville Emmons. They're gonna they're gonna host Houston. In a zero-week nine-player game, I was down in Alden a couple of weeks ago for a football practice. Wrote about that team, which is kind of intriguing to me. Two years ago, they were zero and nine. Last year, five and four with a young team, so lots of returning players. And the other twist is they're moving down this year from Class A to nine-player. And I'm told by my sources in Alden that, that they don't have pretzels and cheese at the concession stand, but they have. And you're still excellent. going. I'm still, yeah, that didn't, wow, that's that dedication. Didn't, that didn't kill the deal. I'm told they have top-notch corn dogs, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that, and I will report as, uh, as we go about the corn dogs at Alden. So that's, uh, that's tonight, Thursday night. I'll get home tonight. Head out Friday for a little two-day jaunt up north a bit. On Friday night, I'll be in Verndale for another zero-week nine-player football game. Verndale's hosting Sabika. As readers of John's journal know, I wrote about Verndale football coach Mike Malin recently. Really, really interesting and guy. Guy, this is his 55th season as the head coach in Verndale. He's won more football games than any coach in Minnesota history. I always look forward to spending time with Mike and watching his team play. So that'll be good. So then that's Friday night, and then I'll stay up there in that part of, in that part of the state Friday night. And uh, in Purim, bright and early Saturday morning, be at a cross-country meet. Purim's one of my favorite places in the whole state. I have a lot of friends there, great people, great little town. Uh, the Purim cross-country teams, they're hosting the annual Brave Like Gabe Invitational Saturday morning with a couple of dozen teams competing. This meet, it's a fundraiser for the Brave Like Gabe Foundation, which honors uh, Gabe. Her maiden name was Anderson, Gabe Grunewald. People remember Gabe's story. Uh, she graduated from Perham High School, was a runner, graduated in 2004, was a runner at the University of Minnesota, went on to become a national champion as a professional runner. She continued her running career after being diagnosed with cancer in 2009, and Gabe was only 32 when she died in 2019. And adding to the tragedy, her sister, Abby Anderson, was 29 when she was killed in 2021. She was walking down a street in St. Paul when a vehicle left the road and struck her. Uh, terrible tragedies. But this is a case where in the wake of tragedy, people come together to remember 
those who are gone and, and really honor them. So Brave Light Gabe Apparel will be sold at this meet in Purim Saturday. All proceeds go directly to the foundation and the Purim Booster Club, which runs the concessions for these things. They're donating all proceeds to the foundation. Uh, this event's been on my bucket list for a while. I'm, ha- I'm happy to be able to be there Saturday. So I'm going to be down on the Iowa border tonight, Thursday night, up north in Verndale Friday night, and just down the road from there in Purim. Saturday morning, and I should be home sometime Saturday. So we'll see how this goes. I'm thankful it's not 900 degrees like it has been this week. I think I'll survive, but uh, timing is everything sometimes. So the weather looks decent, and especially for the weekend, it looks like we're going to have a spectacular weekend. Good. And we'll talk a little more about the excessive heat and how Heisel's handled it later in the podcast. Right now, let's get to volleyball in Pequot Lakes. Yeah, I talked last week on the show about visiting volleyball practice up in Pequot. Uh, anybody who's driven through Pequot Lakes, the, the thing you know is the water tower in Pequot. It is, it's the biggest bobber in the world. It's painted <laughs> red and white like a bobber. It's famous. Guys like me who drive all over. We notice things, and uh, that's that's excellent. The, the biggest bobber in the world is the water tower in Pequot Lakes. But I wrote about the uh, Patriots volleyball team this week. Uh, they were the Class 2A state runner-up a year ago, and they have high hopes of making another long playoff run this year. An interesting twist, uh, an interesting part of this story that didn't actually make it into the story. I didn't quite know how to, how to weave this in, but the coach up there, Christine Ganley, she is a busy, busy person. She and her husband, Luke, run a restaurant and a gift shop in Niswa. That's been a family business in Luke's family for 40 years. And they also have seven kids, age 11 to 23. And Chris was telling me all those kids have worked in that restaurant. They know they know what they're doing in a restaurant. And all the Ganley kids have been and are involved in high school sports too. So mom and dad know something about time management, running a restaurant and getting all those kids to all their activities. That's a full-time job. But thanks to Chris and her volleyball players in Pequot Lakes for spending a little time with me. We wish them luck this season. And you can go to John's Journal and read about the uh, Pequot Lakes volleyball team. Excellent. Now let's move on to the pride of St. Charles. Yeah, again, something else we talked about last week. There's an update here. I talked about Tyler Gunnarsson, a record-setting wheelchair athlete from St. Charles, who broke records and won 10 medals recently at the U.S. Paralympic National Meet. There is another chapter to the story because thanks to Eric Klein, one of the track coaches in uh, St. Charles, he tweeted that uh, Tyler has been named to Team USA for the 2023 World Ability Sports Games. So Tyler Gunnarsson from St. Charles, Minnesota, he's headed to Thailand in December to compete in to compete in the World Ability Sports Games. That is outstanding. Way to go, Tyler. We'll be following his progress down there. Excellent. And just to let you know, Preps Dave John Millay is one of our many shows at talknorth.com. We have a ton of sports, pretty much have everything covered. We have uh, outdoor content, we have variety content. Uh continuing we're Probably going to be adding a show or two or three uh, as the fall progresses here. Looking forward to unveiling some of those. Best way to listen to this show or any show you like at the network, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen. Uh, And we want to thank our longtime sponsor, Pizza Barn in Princeton. Jody Stays Operation up in Princeton. Also thank our other sponsors, All Energy Solar and Propane, propane propane.com. We are coming to you today from the Aquarius Home Services Studio and Brandon Morton, as always is our producer. All right, let's talk about shot putters. 
Yeah, Jim, uh, people like me who are track fans, we're watching the, the World Track and Field Championships going on right now in Hungary. The highlight of the opening weekend for people who know, even if you don't know, I'm going to talk about it, was Ryan Krauser, the, the best male shot putter in the history of the event, winning the shot put at the, at the World Championships despite competing with two blood clocks, clots in his left leg. That's dangerous stuff. I mean, just getting on a plane in this country. Flying yeah. to Europe, knowing you've got blood clots in your leg, that is uh, that's a scary thing. But uh, he he won another world championship, and the local angle here is Rosemount High School grad Peyton Otterdahl. He placed fifth, so he's the fifth best male shot putter in the world, and he ranks third on the all-time list at his high school, Rosemount, which which says something about the tradition of throwers at that school. But congrats to Peyton Otterdahl. Local guy, fifth in the world in the shot put, uh, and he's young yet. He's got he's got years to go. Uh, he's going to climb that ladder, and uh, we're going to keep following his progress. Beautiful. Uh, we do want to thank our sponsors. Let's take a moment here before we get to celebrity sightings and things are heating up. And a final thought from John. Let us thank Pizza Barn in Princeton. Yeah, so far this week, the Pizza Barn food trucks, they've been to Elk River this week. They've been to Monticello. And here, a couple days from now, Saturday, the 26th of August, they'll be in Malacca at the Homegrown Music Festival. The temperatures are a little more reasonable now than they have been uh, earlier in the week. So get out, get some good stuff from those pizza bar and food trucks. You will love it. It's a family-owned business for 40 years. This is a big anniversary year. Pizza Barn's a fixture in downtown Princeton. It's busy all the time. Tons happening. You find a complete menu with everything you'd want for lunch, dinner, in-person dining, take-and-bake delivery. They cater. They've got those food trucks. They've got a really popular lunch buffet Monday through Friday. So thanks to our to our friend Jody Stay and her crew at the Pizza Barn for sponsoring our show. No doubt about it. I also want to let you know that all energy solar panel installations are done right and made easy thanks to more than 14 years of experience in Minnesota and beyond. All Energy Solar is ready to take any solar project from design to installation and everything in between. Find out more about going solar for your home or business or both at allenergysolar.com and specifically allenergysolar.com slash coach. I also want to let you know, a lot of people agree we need to lower our carbon footprint. They also agree we need reliable and affordable energy every minute of every day. The diverse energy mix will provide reliability and affordability, which is extremely important during Minnesota's different seasons. Fortunately, a clean energy solution for tomorrow is available today that's ready to work alongside other energy sources. It's propane. Propane produces 43% fewer emissions than the equivalent amount of electricity generated from the U.S. grid. Propane is energy stored on-site and independent from the vulnerabilities of the utility grid and propane's benefits don't end there. Major advances are being made today for renewable propane. Renewable propane is compatible with traditional propane and requires no additional infrastructure investments. Minnesota needs to use all of our low carbon alternatives, including propane, to safely provide energy, reliability, resiliency, and affordability. Propane, the right energy right now. Find out more about what propane can do for you at propane.com. And once again, thank you to Aquarius Home Services for uh, providing our studio. And by the way, if you hear this in time uh, tonight, the Chin Music Show, our baseball show at TalkNorth.com, it'll be me and Lavelle at Glicks. It's right on the way on 7th, uh, right on the way to Target Field for the Rangers-Twins matchup. 
Uh, we'll be at Blicks doing the Chin Music Show at 5.30. We are giving away a bobblehead. Uh, we'll take live questions. Stop on by. Say hello. Uh, I, you know, the Blicks is a great tradition. It's been there forever. I started going there in 1990 when I first come, came to town. Come and say hello. We would appreciate it. Uh, let us get to a celebrity sighting. Yeah, Jim, we had this. This kind of came out of nowhere. Jim Nance, famous for his yes. play-by-play career at the Masters and March Madness, lots of sports, kind of as, as big a sports name as they come in TV. He visited football practice at New London Spicer and spoke to the team one day last week. I, you know, I see, I see a tweet from the school, Jim Nance at football practice, and I don't know the details, but I'm told secondhand. He's involved in a new golf course, a high-level golf course that's under construction up in that New London area. And if I if I remember correctly, a member of the CBS TV football production crew has ties to the New London area, and I think that's part of the connection here. But regardless of how it happened, it's really cool to see somebody with a, such a high profile like Jim Nance spending some time with high school kids, you know, visiting them at practice and talking to the group and posing for photos. That's, that's really cool when somebody does that. No doubt about it. Yeah. He's, I think Jim Nance also played college golf at Houston with somebody who's involved in that project. So he's got a yeah. bunch of connections and uh, yeah, we actually had a story by Jerry Zagoda in the Star Tribune uh, detailing all that. Check that out if you would. Yeah. Uh, let's get to uh, our last segment for today. And we'll get a final thought from John. Things are heating up. Yeah. And I, and I, don't mean the weather as much. I think we're pat. Hopefully, we're past the worst of these, you know, hundred and five yes. degree uh, feel like temperatures. It's it's been brutal this week, and it's it's been nice to see so many so many tweets from schools and teams. Hey, we're changing our schedule. You know, we're not going to be out there in the heat of the day. We're going to watch film. We're going to work out inside. We're going to hit the weight room. Whatever. People are smart. You know, twenty years ago, well, way before that, you think of Bud Grant and the Vikings at training camp. And there was no water allowed during practice unless the uh, USDA had put out livestock warnings because of the heat. And oh. uh, <laughs> so we're long past that. You know, these kids get water breaks. I'm sure at these football games I'm going to be at here this week and next week, the, the officials have the discretion. If it's warm, they can just blow the whistle and have a water break. And I'm sure we're going to see that. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, I'm heading, like I said, I'm heading to two zero-week football games today and tomorrow as well as a cross-country meet and that's a sign we are we are underway here girls tennis matches they were the first thing they've been playing for about a week volleyball cross-country soccer they are rolling now football is going to get going uh this week and looking ahead to next week i don't, I don't plan usually too far ahead because things can change but i think next week i'm going to uh, go to northfield for a volleyball match with egan and I'm going to try to try to watch three football games in two days. Um, I don't know if I can pull this off, but if everything works out next Friday, August 31st, I'm going to watch a football game at noon and another one at 7 p.m. So this is in western Minnesota. Uh, the noon game is Norman County East, Euland Hitterdahl, and Hancock at Big Cat Stadium at the University of Minnesota Morris. And 7 o'clock that night on the 31st, if this all works out, I'll watch Morris Area High School at Minnewaska. Um, it's funny. Uh, this is Hancock is an interesting football team. They were in the uh, U.S. Bank Stadium last year. They play good football. 
they're, they do not have any home games this year. Their field is being rebuilt and drainage put in. Uh, it's, it's just been an issue for years. So they're playing half their home games at the University of Minnesota, Morris, the other half at Metawaska. But if I can pull that off, if the old guy can go to two football games on the same day, that'll, that'll, that, I don't know what that'll prove, but uh, I've never been to football games in Morris or Metawaska. So looking forward to that. And then next Friday, September 1st, I'm planning to be in Owatonna for the Huskies' first game against Hastings. And the draw here is they not only have a brand new football stadium with turf and lots of bells and whistles, they have a brand new high school in Owatonna that's going to open when, when school starts here. So I can't wait to, to visit those places. And uh, we're off to a good start with the new school year and uh, great things will happen, Jim. No doubt about it. Great things will happen on this show as well. Thanks to John's hustle and enthusiasm for everything in the high school sports world in Minnesota. He does great work. Check him out at mshsl.org, John's Journal. And, of course, we'll talk about all the cool stories he's in, he uncovers here during the school year at Preps Today with John Millay. Hey, thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. Again, if you like the show, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's the easiest way to listen. It's also free. Thanks again to Brandon Morton and Aquarius Home Services.